This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. For this week's podcast, Craig, you've now been traveling across Canada for the last little while, seeing all the different retail from downtown cores to their shopping centers and their suburban neck of the woods. And at this point, it seems like you're in a really good spot to have a more holistic discussion of retail since you've just gone through Vancouver, Edmonton, and even south to San Francisco. So Craig, where would you like to start? Yeah, I wanted to have a little bit of a discussion of the retail functioning of downtown cores in North America. Retail Insider is a Canadian publication, but we'll talk about North America because our Canadian cities and American cities, there's a lot of similarities to them. And absolutely. After World War II, there was a lot of development, which wasn't dissimilar between Canada and the United States. There was a lot of movement in that time in history from urban areas like downtowns to suburban areas that really impacted the health of downtowns or basically the lack thereof. So now the resurgence of these shopping centers over time has been impacted by those big box stores that are coming through like Walmart, Costco, and even Amazon now. And some of those markets which just killed the shopping center. Agreed. But I want to talk about downtowns because uh, I recently visited downtown Edmonton and uh, how do I put this lightly? I was surprised at the lack of vibrancy, which is, I don't think, anything new for people that have been there in the last decade or two, but certainly compared to how things were in the 1980s and 1990s, from what I remember, downtown Edmonton has taken an incredible downturn at the expense of retail and the shopping centers at the same time in Edmonton are pretty darn vibrant. And that's the podcast conversation that we wanted to have today. But since you grew up in Edmonton, how is it for you to see this movement of retail from downtown into the successful Edmonton suburbs? During my uh, trip to Edmonton, I uh, specifically went into downtown Edmonton to have a look around. And it wasn't really a very positive experience. I brought a car downtown, but finding parking and then the cost of parking were both not great. First of all, it was hard to find a parking spot, even though it didn't seem like anyone was walking downtown at all. And then the, the cost of parking, you leave yourself wondering, why am I here? And honestly, when I went into Edmonton City Centre, it was quite surprising. The Hudson Bay store has closed. No surprise there. But uh, the main floor really is a shopper's drug mart and a few cell phone stores. Uh, the second floor on the on the old Eaton Center side, I should say, which would be maybe Edmonton City Center West, the western part of the building, had a Talbot store and a few other fashion retailers. And then there's the old Edmonton Center side that used to have a Woodward's Anchor, which should be the east side of the mall now because they are two blocks across the street from each other. That shopping center had some stores like Just Cozy, another shopper's drug mart. It's not a place that's a destination for retail, like say West Edmonton Mall. Oh, I know. I was just there this summer and that Manulife Center used to have the Holt Renfrew store that now closed. I know. I remember in the 90s when downtown Edmonton had some really vibrant retail, six floor Woodward's with a grocery store in the basement, Hudson's Bay, Eaton's, Holt Renfrew. It was a really vibrant place and now it's very quiet. I took a walk on the streets outside in the middle of the day on a business day, and there was very few people on the streets other than people maybe waiting for a bus. It didn't necessarily feel even like the safest place because there is certainly vagrancy, homelessness, drug use. Did you get a chance to chat with anyone who worked downtown about what they thought about it? Yeah, I spoke to a woman that was working at the Winner's store, and she was telling me about theft still being an issue. I guess they've got more police in there and that's made things better. But nevertheless, there's still crime is an issue in downtown Edmonton. It's really unfortunate. And the question then becomes, why would a person 
want to go to downtown Edmonton unless they had a reason. Exactly. There's some great restaurants downtown too, but again, the challenge of getting down there and then the experience of being down there, I don't see the value proposition being the same as say going into downtown Toronto where there's a lot of really cool stuff or downtown Vancouver where you see a lot of beautiful things or the scenery around the downtown core more than anything. But exactly. again, the question is now where do downtowns function? with the invention of the shopping mall. And then it's not like this is a new conversation. Uh, malls were invented in the 1950s, or at least in the 1960s, they became far more commonplace. In Edmonton, that included a few shopping centers that uh, have since, I think, died, but were the original ones like Westmount, uh, Northgate, the Capilano Mall. There was a handful of others in the 60s and into the 70s that were built before the bigger ones like Southgate were built in the, in the 1970s. And then the 80s came West Edmonton Mall. Yep, and in came West Ed from stage left. And even through to today, West Edmonton Mall has taken a lot of business from downtown Edmonton. It's been very popular, very busy. And when I was there visiting last month, there was people shopping there like crazy. Which was exactly the opposite of downtown Edmonton. So West Edmonton Mall has got a lot of stores. I've been told the stores do very well in terms of sales. And uh, it's also climate controlled and has free parking. It's hard to get in there in terms of parking and it's crowded, but uh, you don't pay anything for the parking at West Edmonton Mall, maybe the valet parking, but which does exist. But overall, the shopping centers in the city have won for Edmonton. It, it shouldn't be a surprise. But at the same time, I think that there's a bit of a concern across Canada for this to happen elsewhere. Yeah, downtown Vancouver and downtown Toronto are very vibrant places. But again, there are also some suburban shopping malls out there that are competing for their business. Yeah, downtown Montreal is pretty darn vibrant too. It, it lacks, say, the luxury shopping you'd see in Toronto and Vancouver, but it's still got a vibrant downtown, which I think is terrific overall. But suburban shopping centers have definitely taken the heart and the dollars of consumers here in Canada. I think they more won the hearts of Canadians in minus 40 degree weather. But even just taking a look at Calgary, I went to a college there and they have a lot of good stuff happening in their downtown core, but some of the stuff has shifted off to 17th Avenue and also into, let's say, more of their suburban malls too. And where does that leave the downtown? Holt Renfrew is still in Calgary, as well as there's a Simon store downtown and a Hudson Bay department store, which has been downsized, and, and a shopping center that's there. But uh, nevertheless, the downtown has struggled. CF Chinook Center got Louis Vuitton and has a big Tiffany mm -hmm. store and Uniqlo's first store in Calgary. Almost every new store you're going to see going into the Calgary market is going to be probably CF Chinook Center or maybe even CF Market Mall. But these are suburban shopping malls. And what's your thoughts on the other shopping malls in downtown cores in other Canadian cities? We talked about Edmonton already. Winnipeg lost its Hudson's Bay store. The CF Polo Park Shopping Center is clearly the winner, I would say, in the Winnipeg market for retail in terms of being a shopping center. And I'm not even discussing big box retail with Costco and Walmart. And these are conversations well beyond even just this shopping center versus downtown, but suburban retail versus downtown perhaps is the better conversation. But Ottawa has a shopping center downtown. It still has maintained some vibrancy, but uh, that's mainly just around that shopping center. I know the Bywart market has struggled. Rideau Street has had its issues and the area around Bank Street where Holt Renfrew used to be is not really a vibrant retail area anymore. I don't know if it ever was actually. I think it was in the seventies. But it's surprisingly enough, two downtowns which I think have maintained their retail vibrancy to a degree, at least, is, is Regina and Saskatoon. Downtown Regina has the Cornwall Center. It's it's got the Hudson Bay Department Store, uh, which is nowhere else in the market in the Regina market. Same thing with Saskatoon. It's got the Midtown Plaza Shopping Center downtown, and uh, those two downtowns have actually been able to maintain uh, retail dominance in those respective markets, despite the fact that there are some suburban shopping centers in. Regina and Saskatoon. They're much smaller cities than other cities in Canada, but 
good for them to at least maintain this downtown retail. Vibrancy is another issue altogether, but these are, again, smaller cities. It's been interesting to see. Has there been any kind of thought or effort in the industry or even academia to even start looking at how to address this? The University of Alberta recently did a study, the uh, Center of uh, Cities and Communities on the uh, downtown Edmonton retail, and uh, noted that there's quite a bit of vacancy in uh, retail and, and was trying to come up with some solutions on how to make things more vibrant. Um, I know one of the recommendations was have more people move downtown. And that's a great recommendation, but that's easier said than done because you need thousands and thousands and thousands of people to make a downtown vibrant. <laughs> Getting that m- amount of housing in a downtown core quickly is not going to be easy and isn't just, it's not going to happen. I don't think the demand is there, nor is the supply. But really, it's getting people down for other reasons, uh, creating a downtown core, maybe that's open later. The intersections in terms of traffic lights, it would be great if they were a little more frequent and faster and, and more geared towards pedestrians, because I feel when I'm walking through some downtowns in Canada, including Edmonton, that pedestrians aren't really welcome and that it's an afterthought. Well, then we take a look at a place like Vancouver, where I live, there's a lot of pedestrian and also cycling options for people to get in and out and to work and to shopping and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, lots of pedestrian options in Vancouver that I've noticed. Uh, I noticed in Vancouver, I was walking, I wasn't even downtown, a pedestrian light to cross the street immediately goes yellow and then goes red. So you can walk across, I guess this must be a pedestrian first initiative, but you don't see that really in other Canadian cities, including Toronto. And just to wrap up our podcast, I know you were just in Vancouver for the Canadian Jewelry Association Summit. Is there anything else besides the pedestrian aspect of Vancouver that you just want to tie in before we wrap? Speaking at the Canadian Jewelers Association, and I was talking to some of the jewelers that were there in attendance. And one of the comments that I got was that was interesting because I talked about downtown retail. Uh, one of the comments was they, they said, yeah, malls are the place to be now. They didn't even want to be downtown, which I thought was interesting because downtown retail, especially for higher end brands and retailers, were the, was the place to be decades ago. And they're saying now because yeah. of, of crime and just the foot traffic and that you get in malls and, and I guess lack thereof in downtowns. So it seems like the shopping center, probably not one downtown, is the place to be, or at least that's what a lot of retailers are thinking. That's, it is what it is, but it is a little bit sad to see our Canadian cities and our downtowns in these cities becoming less vibrant, again, outside of Toronto, Montreal and Vancouver. The things have changed over time and uh, the automobile, the suburbanization of uh, our, our cities uh, and suburban retail, whether, that, whether or not that's enclosed shopping centers or big box retailers like Costco and Walmart and Ikea, the suburbs have, I think, dominated and uh, retail is closer to where people live, which is convenient to a degree, but it has been at the expense of the downtown, which traditionally has been Mm -hmm. uh, a retail hotbed for major cities. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of decades around downtowns and whether or not they can uh, maintain a vibrancy in in some sort of form, whether or not that's a, a restaurant and entertainment destination Uh, Or if these downtowns will become uh, a no man's land. Uh, I don't think it's going to get there in Canada, hopefully. But some parts of downtown Edmonton already feel like it. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to watch this over the next uh, few years and into a couple decades if we're we're all still around. And and see what happens in in Canada's cities and, and what retail will be like downtown versus in the suburbs. Well, thanks for going through all the different cities in Canada and their downtowns versus shopping centers. And chat with you next week, Craig. Thank you so much, Lee. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now.